Good morning, Broadway. I've got a few scriptures that I want to share with you. Um, the first one comes from the book of Revelation. It's coming up. Revelation chapter 12, verse uh, 9 through 12. It says, So the great dragon, we know who that is, was cast out. That's, uh, uh, that said that of old, called the devil and Satan, who deceives the whole world. He was cast to the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. Then I heard a loud voice saying, In heaven, now salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ has come. For the accuser of the brethren who accused them before our God day and night has been cast out. And they came, sorry, then they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony, and they did not love their lives to death. Therefore rejoice, O heavens, and you who dwell in them. War to the inhabitants of the earth and, and the sea. For the devil has come down to you with great wrath because he knows that he has a short time. So I want to say in our world today, the enemy is setting out his onslaught on the church. Physically, spiritually, emotionally, the church is under attack. And as we are under attack, we need to know that he is doing this because he knows his time is short. His time is very limited. He doesn't have unlimited time. I think my mic is on now. No, it's not. His time is limited, very, very short. And so he uses every opportunity. And Paul tells us later that be wise, redeem the time, use every opportunity for your enemy, the devil, rolls around like a lion, seeking whom he might devour. He's not roaming around because he's a lion. He's roaming around like a lion. He's an imitator. And his job is to come and, and, and to come and cause as much destruction as he can. But then when we read in Revelation, let's go to the previous verse, um, Prema Ruth. Previous verse there on Revelation where it speaks about, um, go on, one more, sorry. Then one more. Uh-huh. And it says, and they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb. This is the enemy. We overcome him by the blood of the Lamb. By the death and resurrection of Jesus, he is overcome. He is a foe who is under our feet. But also it goes on further, and it says that, and by the word of their testimony, by the word of their testimony, as we testify on what God has done, as we testify to the glory of God, the enemy is disarmed and defeated. And today I want to encourage you, as you sit here, as you sit at home and listen to those testimonies and see those testimonies, it's not just to say how great Broadway is, because Broadway is nothing. Jesus is the king. How great Jesus the king is. And the more we exalt him, not only does the enemy flee, but as we exalt him, the Bible tells us that he draws many to himself. So as people sit up today here and talk about testimonies of where God has taken them, I want us to see the hand of Jesus through this whole thing. Our mindset, I don't want us to see, oh yeah, so-and-so was healed, praise Jesus for them, let's move on. I want us to think about it and say, so-and-so was healed, who healed them? Can we give glory to the person who healed us? 
And the person who healed us is Jesus. And we see and we give all the glory back to Him. All right, the next scripture I want us to quickly look at and then we'll go into our service today. It's going to be very different, as I say. Let's move on. Psalm 133. It says, Behold how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in in it is like precious oil poured in the head running down the beard of Aaron running down to the ages of his garments it's like the dew of Hermon descending upon the mountains of Zion for there the Lord commanded and blessing life forevermore something that we need to realize is that our coming together in unity is what we're going to be talking about today. When we come back, when we come together in unity in our small groups, whether it's here at church or within our small groups, but when we come together in unity, especially in our small groups, where we know each other, where we live life with each other, where we communicate with each other, where, as Ryan said, we rebuke, love, care for each other, God commands a blessing. Not only that, it says it's pleasing, it's beautiful, it's like oil flowing down the bed of Aaron. It says, Behold how good and pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. Hold it there. Behold how good and how pleasant. There is a pleasantness that comes with living together in unity. There is a pleasantness that comes with living, not Unity does not mean that we agree about every single thing. Unity means that Christ is the center of those relationships. Christ alone. Nothing else. I know husbands and wives who live together in unity and don't have the same political view. But they still live in unity. I know husband and wife who live together in unity and the other one believes in conspiracies and the other one doesn't. And they still live together in unity. Because Christ is the foundation of that marriage. In our walk as believers, in our small groups, I actually Matt is my small group leader. In my small group where I am under the leadership of Matt and his wife Dawn, we don't agree about everything. We are different people from different views of life. But in all that, we learn to walk in unity because we honor Jesus. Our, 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 our own, our reverence for the Lord causes us to put aside all other divisions and be of one mind towards what God has called us to do. I might not agree with you, you might not agree with me, but I don't think that should cause us to stop seeing that how good and blessed it is when we dwell together in unity. Christ is the glue that causes unity. Our ideas and our selfishness is what tears apart unity. And we are called to walk towards Christ, not towards self. We are called to glorify Christ in our small groups, not self. We are called not to follow a personality. Follow this personality, you go straight to hell. But follow Jesus, you have eternal life. And I want to encourage you that as we walk this as Broadway, in the midst of our diversity, we can have unity. And it is pleasant. It is good. Not just good, but pleasant 
for that humidity. Okay, let's go to the next scripture. It is like precious oil upon the head and running to the beard. The beard of Aaron running down on the edge of his garments. Hold it there. The Bible tells us that it is as precious as oil. That word oil there is shemen in Hebrew. And that word shemen is the word that is used to speak about oil for anointing for healing, oil for anointing for kings, oil for anointing for the office of priesthood. It is the same word. And that word refers as well to a, to a medicinal type of oil. When we walk together in unity, it is like precious oil that produces healing and anointing from the head flowing down through the whole body. Brothers and sisters, when we walk in unity, we not only produce healing, but also an anointing that carries us in what we are called to do and to do it well. Aaron is used there as a priest. The priest, we are priests, we are a holy priesthood called to glorify God. We are called to glorify God in our bodies. We are called to glorify God in all that we do. Broadway, the best way we can glorify God in the world, the world can see and glorify God, is our unity in the midst of our diversity. We are different. God created us different. He did not make robots that are the same in everything. But in the same thing, he also created us to walk with one another. Relationship is very important, Broadway. Relationship is very important as we walk this walk. We are told in the book of Acts that they went from home to home breaking bread. They don't meet as 5,000 people every time, but every day they went from home to home. That's a group of people coming together, loving Jesus, walking with one another. That is what we are called to do. And that is like precious oil. It's like precious healing that comes to the body. It's like precious healing to us. Let us heal the divine. It's time to heal the divine. It's time to call ourselves to who is the author of this group here. Who is the foundation of this group? It's not a personality. It's not Ryan. It's not the elders. It's not Pastor Bob. It is Jesus. He's the foundation of this. And when we realize that, and when we walk in that, knowing that he is the foundation, then it is precious. It is like precious oil. It is like precious healing. It is like precious anointing that falls through the whole body. Why is the anointing and the healing not falling through the whole body? Because we are walking divided. I didn't mean to go there. But as I sat there during worship, I'm like, Lord, what am I going to share as a devotional? The Lord said to me, and he has said to me this before, through someone else who came to me and said, heal the divide in the church. Let us heal the divide in the church. The world and all its opinions and all its political opinions are going to pass away. But his word will never pass away. He is the truth. Yesterday, today, and forever. 
Our healing, our unity is found here, not in our ideas. This is our unity, the Word of God. And I want to challenge you Broadway today, that as this oil runs, this oil will only run if we walk this way. Let's move on. Next, next. It says it's like the Jew of Hammond. When it talks about the Jew, he's talking about what brings life, what brings refreshment. It is like refreshment to us. When we walk in unity under this, we, we are refreshing to one another. We are not talking to one another. And yes, we are called to confront one another. Because healing happens sometimes. For healing to happen, there has to be pain sometimes. For the doctor to take out the tumor, he has to open this part here to take out the tumor that's in here. Which is pain, but it produces healing. There are times where we are called to do that. But also, we are called to walk as a time of refreshment to one another. It says that it's like that Jew descending upon the mountains of Zion, and the Lord commanded his blessing. The Lord commands his blessing on our unity and life forevermore. You want the fullness of life? Walk with Jesus and in unity with your brother and sister. You find the fullness of life. When we read in communion, when we go on to communion and think about communion, we are told, Paul says, that some of you are sick and some of you have died amongst you. And he speaks about all those things. And before that, if you look at it, he speaks about how the church was disunited in communion. And he says, for this reason, some of you have fallen asleep. For this reason, some of you are weak. Broadway, God is calling us to unity. God is calling us to oneness. God is calling us to following his word. Not propaganda. Not things that we hear that are from the world, that the world can tell us that they explain this in a different way. What this says. I take this literally. Today at Kids Church, we're talking about, talking about Jesus raising Lazarus from the dead. I believe God raises from the dead. I believe God's word for it is, for what it is. And sometimes things don't happen the way that I want them to. But I know he has a plan. And he told me here that the things that are revealed are for me and my children. And the things that are not are his. So I trust this. I've learned to trust him. And in trusting him, I learned to walk in obedience. and learned to walk in togetherness with my brother and sister. All right, let's move to the next scripture. James 5, 13 through 18 says, Anyone among you suffering, let him pray. Is anyone cheerful, let him sing, sing psalms. If anyone among you is sick, let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith will save the sick, and the Lord will raise him up. And if he has committed any sins, he will be forgiven. Confess your faults to one another, and pray for one another, that you will be healed. The effective fervent prayer of the righteous man avowed much. Elijah was a man with nature just like ours. He prayed earnestly that it would not rain and it did not rain for, in the land for three years and six months. And he prayed again and the heaven gave rain and the earth produced fruit. The same word that spoke of the oil 
is the same word that is used here when it says the elders should come and anoint the sick with oil. That oil comes from us individually. When we are together, the oil, the anointing is poured upon us. Our elders are able to go and anoint the sick and they will recover. Because we are walking together and we are behind them in prayer and we are behind them. Brothers and sisters, we are called one blood through Christ Jesus. No other place. No other, no other theology. One God through Christ Jesus. Christ alone. Martin Luther said, Christ alone. I see those words today again. Christ alone. No addition. Christ alone. Don't add anything else. All these other things are chaff. This lives forever. This is the truth that binds us together. This is where the anointing of healing will come from. From us 